When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every Thursday at 1 o'clock, we convene the Bad Moms Club. I will tell you how I was a bad mom this week, and then you will tell us how you were a bad mom this week by calling 651-641-1071, and then we will reset your mom's status on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer, and uh, it's time for the Bad Moms Club. So, apparently, I'm a bad mom. Join the club, honey. Bad moms, bad moms, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they cry for you? Bad moms, bad moms, what you gonna do? What you gonna do when they cry for you? This is Bad Moms Club on The Colleen and Bradley Show. All moms are good until proven bad through public shaming on the radio. And then they're part of the club. All right, well, I would just like to start this meeting off by... Telling you what a bad mom I was. Oof. And then you can go 651-641-1071. Then we'll reset I got our mom status. What? I got a list too. I was a of bad how, mom. Oh, okay. I thought you had a list for me. but Well, uh, yeah. How about how you were a bad mom? Okay. I'll just start by telling you this. Okay. I have no idea where my daughter slept last night. Okay. What do you mean by that? In the house? No. You don't know where she slept. I don't know whose house she slept at last Why? night. Well, okay, so it goes a little something like this. My husband intercepted <laughs> an overnight invitation okay. for my daughter yeah. at a birthday party. Yeah. Let's just, to protect the uh, innocent, let's just say she has two friends. One is named uh, Sarah and the other one is named Sally. For argument's sake, those aren't their real names. I thought she was going to sleep at Sarah's house. Okay. I thought this was Sarah's birthday party. Yeah. I know Sarah's mom. Okay. She's been to Sarah's house many times. Yeah. I was sure she was going to Sarah's house. Because your husband told you Even told the babysitter. I'm not entirely sure where the communication breakdown took place, but I just suffice it to say, I thought I heard Sarah. Okay. I told the babysitter, Sarah's mom's going to pick her up. Yeah. Told her where she was going to pick her up. Unbeknownst to me, the uh, babysitter was also having a conversation with my husband, who was like, "Hey, Sally's mom is going to pick her up at this place. Where am I going now? Yeah, but it it was the same place, so it didn't really matter. Oh, okay. So the babysitter was just like, "Oh, okay, got it. Whatever." So we're last night. We're my husband and I are talking, and I'm like, "I'm so you know, I hope she's having fun." Sarah's birthday party and he's like she's at Sally's birthday party and I'm like pardon me what I don't know Sally 
I've never met Sally. I don't know Sally's parents. I don't know where Sally lives. Oh, sounds like this is a uh, episode of the Bad Dads Club. No, my husband, he knew exactly where she was. Yeah, but he didn't know that she has never been to this person's house. I think he thought she, I don't know. I think he has picked her up there before from something else, from like a okay. after school special or something. Do you guys I don't have know. to talk about this? Well, yeah, we did last night. I was like, so wait, I, my daughter is at a house right now. I don't even know A, where the house is, B, who the parents are. So, I mean, like, I don't know anything. I So I Facebook stalked them, which is a tool that my parents did not have. And I'm very thankful for. Yeah, what for. just happened to like picking up the phone and going, hi, there was some miscommunication with my parentals units and uh, i just want to make sure my daughter's at your house and everything oh, no we cooked. know where she i mean i like he knows where she was okay. i just have never been there i'm not really sure where it is. my daughter just slept at so you just house. feel bad that you didn't know I didn't all know the details any of the detail. i knew yeah. i didn't not all of the all i knew was i have a daughter and she's going to a birthday party <laughs> oh it's really bad so next time i'm gonna really do bad. better does your husband have like their contact info oh yeah he knows everything like he totally knows the parents he somebody knows, the knows what they're doing but the, i didn't know and that just felt like a failure on my part mm. see that's the thing with bad moms clubs you don't it's not necessarily that it's a bad yeah, bad yeah. thing it's that you feel terrible about it because you failed terribly Did at your, your own job care? i haven't seen her yet okay i don't even know if she's home yet Hey, I'm just going to do this before it gets worse. Your mom's status has been returned to you good. You don't know if your daughter's at home? I don't. Where is she supposed to be? I don't know. I think she was going to get dropped off at some point. I should text the babysitter and see. That's my next move. Okay. After I weird. talk to Aaron. 651-641-1071. What made you a bad mom this week? Let's go to Aaron. Hi, Aaron. Hi there. What made you a bad mom this week, Aaron? Um, well, it was just this morning and this afternoon. Oh. Um, I was running late to um, a play date at the Minnesota Zoo, and I realized as we're getting in the car, my three-year-old says, I'm hungry, and I realized I totally blanked and forgot to give him breakfast. Oh. I've got a, I've got a newborn with me, too, so I'm juggling, too. And then, um, so I gave him, dug in the, in the diaper bag, and I was like, okay, here's some goldfish and a crushed granola bar, and we'll get, we'll get food there. Had a great time at the zoo. It's raining, so we were kind of pressed for time to rush out on the way out and realize I didn't give him lunch. Oh, my and God. I didn't pack anything for lunch. So I was, like, digging back. And so for lunch, he had more goldfish, <laughs> some uh, two boxes of raisins, and another granola bar. So thankfully, my diaper bag is well stocked with snacks. No kidding, Erin. I know. I know. Like, and now, and now he's taking his nap in his car seat in the back seat. There you go. And <laughs> are you driving around or just sitting there? Because that was my favorite thing. We're just sitting. We're Everybody's sitting sleeping. I'm just in the car looking Listening at my social media. Exactly. Yep. Aaron, you know what? You're doing just fine, but I'm going to reset Thank your you. mom's status right here. Your mom's status has been returned to good. There you go, Aaron. Thank oh. you for calling. And uh, if you have been a bad mom this week, 651-641-1071, you confess, we reset your mom's status, then you go on. Next week, we'll talk to you again, I'm sure. Lauren's on the line. Hello, Lauren. Hi. What made you a bad mom this week? Well, I brought my daughter to the park to feed the ducks, and um, in the park, there were also some squirrels that got really friendly. Uh And so I'm standing there with our, um, our little breadcrumbs, my daughter's five at the time, and uh, the birds started to come over. The squirrels started to come over. I felt like I was in a Disney movie. We are princesses, 
And a squirrel came up and grabbed the bread out of her hand, and it, she, the squirrel scratched her. I didn't know if it was a bite or a scratch, to be honest. Oh. And uh, she was bleeding pretty badly. Oh. And we had to walk, walk home with, like, I mean, it looked like gushing blood, oh. you know, horror, horror story. And we finally got home. I called the pediatrician. We washed it out. Um, she doesn't have rabies. We're good. But, uh, yeah, you don't have to... Here's what I know from firsthand experience. Squirrels don't transmit rabies, so you're good. You're good with the rabies thing, but I Lauren... I know firsthand. I, I just love... First of all, I, can I just tell you a couple things before I reset your mom's status? When yeah. you said that the squirrels were getting friendly, I thought you meant they were having an intimate moment. Oh, no, so no. I was glad to hear that that didn't happen. That's number one. They just bit her finger off. Yeah. <laughs> number two. Much better. Okay, fine. You're right. Actually, good point, Bradley. Number two, I do love the image of the fact that you were having a Snow White moment yeah, until it was absolutely. all ruined by yeah. See, that's a hungry the thing squirrel. With wildlife, man, is it looks pretty uh, from a distance, but up close, it gets real scary. Lauren, well, I'm, and I, oh, go ahead. Well, when I called the pediatrician, I said, um, "Oh, but he, the squirrel was just so cute." And he goes, "Yeah, well, lions are cute, and you don't approach a lion." <laughs> this is true. Exactly. <laughs> Doctor made a good point. All right, well, Lauren, I'm going to reset your mom's status. Your mom's status has been returned to good. And we'll talk to you again next week when you, you do, something else. do something else. All right, so when we come back, oh, a very popular and important TV house is on the market. It is indeed. We'll tell you which house, and I'll tell you my plan for it after this on My Talk 107. Well, a very popular TV home is on the market and we got to tell you about it and what our plans are for it on the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom that's Bradley trainer and Bradley it's very exciting what's for sale yeah so um I know you're obsessed with the Brady Bunch mostly because you're used to be made fun of it the fact that your maiden name is Brady and so then you embrace the Brady Bunch and you love it well, the house is for sale. I know, I'm so excited. Um, it's only going to set you back about $1.8 million. Sounds like a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a 2,400 square foot, three bed, three bath, pretty basic 1950s, you know, mid-century modern home. Um, so you really want to buy this house. How could you not want to buy this house? So here's... what do you? Why do you want to buy it? Because it's a piece of history, number one. Number okay. two... Um, there are some interesting um, things that people maybe don't realize about the Brady Bunch house. One of them is the following. Ooh. It does not mm. actually have a second story in the front where on the TV show you saw a window on the front to the left of the front door. Yeah, They hung that window. They hung what looked like a, uh, what looked like a window on the outside of the home because there's no possibility for a window there. Yeah. Um so it doesn't actually have the layout. It doesn't look like the inside it, the of the Brady house. The inside doesn't look anything the ex- like the Brady house and really the outside doesn't look a whole I lot. I will say though I I mean again you obviously know a lot more than most people cuz you probably paid way close attention but I don't think people would be like the um that sort of room off the the porch that you could kind of see that in yeah. the original show and then the the um, backyard, I mean, you could kind of squint and see it. But other than that, there's really no comparison. Also, didn't Greg live in the attic? There's no attic. Right. I know. So here's. Yeah. Okay. So all that being said. But you still want to buy this. Big dumb plans. House. Yeah. 
Here's what I'm going to do. Oh, okay. It doesn't, what? Have a little faith in me. I mean, I do. I'm going to buy the house. I'm giving you crap. Okay. I'm going to buy the house. Okay. And then I'm going to renovate the inside and make it look just like the Brady house. Okay. And then what? Then I'm going to host tours. Okay, oh, well, no. You don't think that the private <gasps> neighborhood gonna is going to have anything to do with that? Fine. I'll Airbnb First it. of all, it's $1.8 million, which I would like you to understand is going to cost you, on an average mortgage, about mm-hmm. $8,000 a month. That's a lot. That sounds tu- like a lot. How much are you charging for these tours? Sounds like a lot. I'm going to be charging $4,000 per tour. No? Okay. So, well, I've got a couple ideas. Oh, so, do you? Do yeah. you also have enough to pay the utilities and the taxes and the insurance? So I'm going to do a couple things. First of all, I'm going to have some side hustles because I'm going to need to because I just in order just as a startup, I'm going to need to um, be able to supplement a little bit. And then once I it's really open for business and I'm marketing it effectively, it should pay for itself. Okay, cool. Um, I don't think you're going to do that. I why would you doubt me? I'm buying the house. Okay. It's going to cost me a pretty penny. Monopoly money? With my side hustle money. I've got side hustles. I've got them already lined up. What are your side hustles? I'm going to drive Uber again, because I've done that before. That works not that hard. Oh, yeah. No, 1.8 million seems Mm -hmm. legit. Listen, I made a good couple hundred in a few weeks. Okay, then why aren't you doing it anymore? I don't have time, but I will make time for the Brady Bunch house. Okay. Um, You know you have to pay up front. You you don't just get to go like, I'm good, you guys. I got this. Okay. Right? Why is it that you're trying to crush my dreams right because, now? Because look, I have first of all, I find it highly absurd that a woman like yourself who poo-poos every uh grandiose dream that I have to own my own island, to buy Liberace's mansion, you name it. That, Actually, I think I was on board with Liberace's island. Yeah, okay, but for the, the purposes uh, of this radio segment, we're going to pretend that that's not the case. The island is way too much work. Yeah. But this is a woman who thinks an island, her own private island Again, if you can afford your own private island, you can probably afford the staff to run the private island. You think that's impractical, but yet you want me to believe for the purposes of this moment in time that you are going to secure $1.8 million and somehow through driving your family vehicle, which, by the way, has had some issues of late. I'm not quite sure you'd get approved by the Uber people to drive that piece of um, equipment. Rude! I just, they're very particular. Mm-hmm. They're not that particular. Actually, they are because I know somebody else who had a perfectly good vehicle who couldn't drive because they had some repair done like five years ago. I'm just saying you kind of seem like you might be a little out of your element. You know there. what I think I'm going to do then? Mm-hmm. See, I'm... I'm click- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. A step ahead of you. and daydreams? Sure. Go no, I am going to collect other Brady enthusiasts. <laughs> We're going to pool our resources. All four of you. I mean, most of those people are dying off, Colleen. I want you to know. That's true. Mm -hmm. I mean, ask anybody under the age of 50 or, well, 40. I'll give you 40. Ask anybody under the age of 40 how many Brady Bunch episodes they've seen. Actually, ask anybody under the age of 40 and over the age of 50. Because remember, that Brady sweet spot was really only for what? Like our generation to maybe, I don't know. Five, ten years in the other direction. Is there any other excrement that you would like to throw at my dream right now? I just, I'm trying to be, I don't want you to get hurt. I'm not hurt. You know what will hurt? I'm going to tell you what's going to hurt. This house, this is an emergency situation. This is a piece of history that we need to save because this house is in danger, girl. It's in danger. You're in being, danger, girl. Seriously, it's in danger of being bulldozed. Well, I will say that by all accounts, the people that will buy this house will tear it down because it's not structurally sound. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, then here's what you need to do. The people who buy the house, you need to offer them some money to take the house away and then put it on its own piece of land. Yeah, you I feel like do that's that. going to be so expensive. Not really. Oh. They do. They have a whole. Hmm. So actually, truth be told, and maybe this is what you were going to say, Holly, I feel like words were coming out of your mouth. There is a whole industry where, like, if you are going to tear down a house, instead of tearing down the house, they will lift the house up and carry it away and auction it off somewhere. Yeah. Okay, well, well let's do this. I mean, Who I'm do not doing that to? because I don't have any money, Yeah. nor do I well, have do a I big truck. Do I have to pay for that? <laughs> can't, somebody, yeah. can't, like, a Hollywood muckety-muck pay for that? Can't somebody who cares about the preservation of our history, our nation's history... Yeah. That I agree with. Do something about yeah. this? Well, the person who used to preserve Hollywood history was Hugh Hefner, and he's dead now. So, And, you know, Debbie Reynolds actually had a ton of Hollywood memorabilia, and she's dead now, too. And her collection has been basically scattered to the four winds. Okay. Well, I would like to name you both D-Bags in Bye. our next segment. We have some other D-Bags to tell you about on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. schedule a tour, though. Let's see it on that website. Bye. I'm leaving. Celebrities behaving badly. They're doing it again. And on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. We like to tell you about those crazy nope, those celebrities behaving badly. Where are you? Um, I'm right here. Uh, and we call them D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Have I got a douchebag for you, ladies? Okay, I would like to tell you about a woman named Chloe. Mm, what's her last name? Is it Kardashian? What? Oh, I know we're horrible people. Whatever. Chloe Kardashian uh, has given birth. Do you know that? I had not heard. And shocker, she's back to her pre-baby body weight. You don't say. She dropped all thirty-three pounds. That's a big drop, if you know what I'm saying. Um, I think fiber mostly was responsible for that. But she's gaining a few things, too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
She dropped the fat. Followers on Instagram? No, mm. no. But probably she's gained some carrots. Oh. What's up, Doc? Is she going to try to tell us that that's her secret to losing weight? Just, all I do is eat carrots. And no. Well. Carrots. Like uh, diamonds. Carrots. And this is news. She got diamonds. Chloe Kardashian. From losing 33 pounds. Shows off new true diamond ring. She's back at work after giving back at worth. Back at work. I have no words. She's back at work after giving birth to her daughter True three months ago, but she still has her baby close by. She showed off uh, her baby and herself and a little <laughs> ring finger. Action. She got this big fat diamond ring to celebrate her baby. And actually, she didn't buy the ring. Her BFF gave her a diamond ring. So her friend bought her a diamond ring for her baby because that's what you do now. You give your besties baby name oh, diamond rings. Okay, so it actually spells out true. Would this yeah. be considered a push present? I don't think it's a gets to be a push present if it didn't come from the person who planted it, maybe yeah. or or an, another interested, equally interested party. I'm just saying. I, but that is quite a gift. She sported from a bestie. The, the new diamond ring on her ring finger with the word true written in dazzling pave diamonds. She let her new ring tam- nameplate shine and teamed it with thin bands covered by delicate, delicate pave crystals. Was this sponsored by De Beers? No, but I think it was sponsored by her bestie, Malika Hack, who I don't know, actually. She, I believe that Malika has been kind of she's a, an actress and she's been part of their uh, show. And I believe she was part of the oh, Dash yeah. Dolls. She was in their Dash Dolls, yeah. Chloe and Lamour, mm-hmm. and uh, Sky High. That was a movie that happened in 2005, apparently. Well, that movie's kind of fun. It's a superhero high school in the sky. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And Malika was in it? I guess. All right. She was in Hollywood Divas. She was in Definitely Divorcing. Somebody Help Me Too. As well. And not one. No. <laughs> not somebody help me one. Yeah. First time around somebody didn't work. Had to ask two. again. If you need help with two, man, <laughs> I don't know. You're doing it wrong. Okay. No, anyway. So oh, I just wanted you to know Chloe. that when you have uh, fabulous BFS, they buy you diamond rings. I guess I'm just jealous. No, I'm not jealous. Do you Je- want a jewelry, true ring? Jewelry is not something I ever, 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 ever want. But what is the value of this ring again? Do we know? Did it say in in uh, say what again? What is the value of that ring? Oh, that's a thirty million thousand dollar ring. A thirty million thousand dollars. Well, Pave diamonds oh doesn't that just gosh. mean you know? I don't even know what a Pave diamond is. I wouldn't know what a Pave diamond was if it hit me in the ring. It's finger. those little diamonds, mm. right? Yes. It looks like it. Okay, I feel so like here it's a lot of I opened up the following. Pave diamond rings originate from the French word for paved. In America, it simply refers to as paved diamond rings. These are rings with accent diamonds and rows or multiple rows. Uh. Rows. So it's basically just like little diamonds that are flush with the band. Maybe I don't know. I, there are jewelry people out there who are just barfing listening to us talk <laughs> because we have no idea what we're talking about. I'm just you know mortified that that's a thing. Would you like to know who my D-bag is? I would. 
I'm going to give it to Leslie Jones, and it pains me oh to do God, so. Oh, my God, Leslie Jones, we I love know. her. I do love her. What did she do to you? Well, we kind of touched on this yesterday, but I would like to go deeper into the story. We talked about this in a Dirt Alert update yesterday very briefly about the fact that Leslie Jones is kind of out for blood on Twitter when it comes to the Honest Company. She was not satisfied with um, an order that she made to Jessica Alba's very popular diaper, etc. business. Okay. So apparently, and I want you to just untangle this in any way you can. Leslie Jones was ordering a diaper cake from the Honest Company. Okay, what the heck is a diaper cake? Okay, I knew you would ask. Ew. It is a... Hey guys, want to try a slice of my diaper cake? It is a large... It is a large structure that is made from diapers, <laughs> and I'm not kidding you, and other different types of baby-ish uh, little gifties fashioned as a cake, typically used as a centerpiece at a baby shower or gifted to a new mom as a very inconvenient and large way of gifting diapers, diapers without oh. it coming in a box. I just go to Costco. Here's your diapers. But a lot of people will fashion them because you can't just, it's, we're like yeah. Pinterest. This is like Pinterest. Yeah. You here. ladies do this to yourself. That, like, you can't just give a box of diapers. Now you feel bad then for it just, just giving like a box of diapers. A box of diapers, you feel shame. Looks when lazy. You should normally feel like gratitude. Now you got to make it into a cake. Anyway. So, anyway, so she had ordered this uh, diaper cake. Who knows why? I don't know. And then it did, she didn't, the customer service wasn't up to par. So she took to Twitter to complain about it. And that is where I start to see the D bag uh, shine through. Okay. Cause I, that always just, cause it, it just, celebrities uh, complaining on Twitter about bad customer service is dumb. Okay. Most days. Here's what she tweets. Okay. Honest. You just lost a good customer. Jessica Alba, please address your company that is not doing good business. <laughs> I have used your company for more than three years now, and these last three orders have been a nightmare. I've spent too much money here for that to happen. Now, Jessica Alba, to her credit, because she got called out on Twitter for her honest company, was like, honestly, I better respond. And she did very kindly. OMG, I'm so, so sorry. You haven't had a great experience. We are all over this issue and we'll make it right. I'm so appreciative and grateful to you for being a loyal, honest fan over the years, especially as we go through these growing pains. I'm a huge fan of yours, Jessica Elba. Now, can we talk about something? If Sandy from Coon Rapids had a bad experience ordering her diaper cake from the Honest Company. Yeah. And went to Twitter and was like, I am upset about my diaper cake experience with the Honest Company. Do you think Jessica Alba or anybody at the Honest Company was going to reply Oh, the to Honest that? Company would, yeah, because their brand managers would make sure that they're all over customer service. They would, like... Jessica Alba would not. Right. Like, there would not be this big, like, mea culpa over the Twitters. This is all like this. And that bothers me when people know that they can harness their gigantic following to say, well, it's to, just, to complain about, just call. Well, okay. So again, on the issue of celebrities, cause that's what this is all about on the issue of celebrities who use social media to complain about bad customer service. It makes you look like a D bag. Yeah. And the reason is you look overly privileged and you look like you're trying to use as, 
you alluded to, you are celebrity to get uh, preferential treatment. Exactly. So what I would say then is, if I were Leslie Jones and I was a big deal and I was famous and had all sorts of media followers, I don't need to take to Twitter to put that to work because I'm not saying that I begrudge her trying to get stuff taken care of because I would be ticked if I mm-hmm. spent a lot of money on this website. I would uh, direct message Jessica Alba yeah. or I would call the phone and say, hi, um, I have an order that's not being taken care of timely. Can you help me with that? And they're like, great. What's your order number? 456-82941. And can you verify your name and address, please? Yes. Leslie Jones. You might know me from Well, such- I wouldn't even do that because then you get into right? the whole like Reese Witherspoon thing. You don't have to like there is a way to do things is my point mm-hmm. in a way that doesn't make you look like a D-bag. And anytime I see celebrities... And anybody, if you can't, like, if there was an easier way to do it without just calling attention to it out in the open, why wouldn't you do that? Because then it, it then it, it, because it becomes less about you actually getting what you want mm-hmm. and more about getting angry. Trust me when I tell you, I understand the um, impulse. Impulse. Because when I am at a certain big box retail store and they are out of 40 things that I want, I want to post a picture on social media and say, I want my stuff. But I know that that's not going to make it any more likely that my stuff is going to be there. And it's just going to make me kind of look like a whiny D bag. Whiny D bag. Like Leslie Jones. Yeah. And her uh, diaper cake. And her also, diaper cake. Can we please come up with a different term? I no, because I Sadly, never want to think. No. I never want to think of the word diaper next to the word cake. I would just like to point out there is no diaper pie, so pie still totally clear of diapers. I mean, do you know there's not a? Di- I'm going to look up diaper you pie. Look, you look up diaper pie. Let me know. Uh, ooh. <laughs> yeah, there is an Etsy store called Diaper Pie. Mm-mm. Yep. Okay, that's just wrong. Shop millions of handmade and vintage. Oh, wait, no, that's not it. Anyway. Can I also just... Cutie, no, look, cutie pie. Oh, cutie pie diaper cake. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, all right. Well, uh, <sighs> FYI, just in case you didn't know, Leslie Jones, not happy with the Honest Company. Moving right along. Yeah, now that we figured that out. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, okay. Do you ever do this thing where, like, you groom your feet before you get a pedicure (laughs) or say for example you start flossing your teeth two weeks before you go see the dentist yeah oh doesn't it's essentially like pre-gaming your appointment sure 651-641-1071 how do you pre-game your appointments uh, we'll talk about that after this on my talk 1071. Do you ever pre-game your appointments? I know it sounds like a weird concept on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Oh yeah, also we're streaming on the My Talk app. Make sure you've downloaded that app and that you've registered yourself for that app and you listen to that app every single day. That will enter you. To win $107. We're giving that away to one lucky person every single weekday during the month that we celebrate Happy July on My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And uh, yesterday we were having this conversation. 
Because we have uh, an acquaintance that we know who is uh, going in for an annual physical. Mm-hmm. And this person was talking about all the things that he needed to do in advance of his physical. Yeah. And I thought, I totally do the same thing. Like what? Well, do you not do this where like, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to the doctor next week. So I'm going to have like all my levels checked. Well, sometimes I accidentally skip a, a medication that I need. Okay, don't do So that. I have a thyroid problem. Yeah. So I need to be taking my thyroid medication. Yeah. One of the things they check when I go in, my blood test is my thyroid levels. Well, they're going to be off if I haven't been taking my meds right, yeah. right? So then I have to like... I have to do the whole thing where I'm like, okay, well, for two solid weeks at minimum, you have to make sure you're doing it exactly right. And then, like, if I'm like, oh, I don't want to go in and be the same weight I was last time, that's not good. We're gonna have to figure gonna out go how we're on gonna an emergency. Dr- yep, like, diet a doctor for diet. Two it's weeks? the doctor diet. Okay. Um. Or, or like, for oh, example, God, so you're going to the dentist. Now the dentist everybody thing, starts to floss yeah. like crazy before they go to the dentist. I totally get that because you're like, oh, I should floss more because the dentist is the really. I'm just telling you, find here's the better alternative: find a dentist who won't shame you for not doing things, who will just take care of your teeth. Shamblot Family Dentistry one eight hundred fix my teeth. But I get well that done. right. Like I get the you know waiting to the last minute. But like I don't feel like I'm going to be able to change my my like physical health. So I it's never pregame. Like also, pregame makes me think doing like drinking cocktails before a game. So um, hopefully you're not doing that no. before your physical. No, that would be terrible. No, because you don't want them thinking that you're not anything what, what but a responsible do person. What other things pre-prepare uh, for? Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Holly's got a couple. Yes. Okay. I always pregame before I get a manicure and a pedicure, meaning I cut my nails. Okay. And I file them. Can I ask you a question? Please. Why? That's okay. the whole point of going to get a pedicure and a manicure, because right? Because you don't want them to know that you have scraggly, gross feet. Okay. Exactly. Do you think you're the only one that has uh, snaggle feet? It's not just the snaggle feet. Now, I do shave my toes and the tops of my feet before I go in and get a pedicure. Do you do it in the pedicure. studio like Julia? <sighs> no. Okay. Well, she did that. Yeah, I keep that to myself. Also, I make sure that my nails are all one uniform length because sometimes get a little lazy. And yeah, maybe like that one, one breaks finger, off. One breaks off. Maybe one doesn't measure up to the other. And I want them to be in an appropriate length because mm-hmm. like, sometimes they don't cut them down to the right mm-hmm. length. Okay, so then why don't you do. just do them yourself? Because it feels nice to get my hands rubbed. Uh, okay. I mean, I, I would rub <laughs> your hands once in a while and it probably would cost you less. Do you want that house? I'm going to pass. Oh, so you'd rather have some strange person. You don't know where their hands have been. Do I know where your hands have been? Well, you have a better shot. I would at least show you that I'm going to go, you know, to the bathroom and wash. (laughs) Also, you got to pregame the situation. Yeah, before you go to the lady doctor. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, that is absolutely 100% accurate. Oh, yeah, no, you can't just. What can you do other than, you know, put a rag So many things. So many things. Yeah, you got to make sure. Everything Every, is styled appropriately, Every, and everything is like oh, clean, like and fresh, and trim. Your yes. public hair, right, Bradley? Okay. Yep. That you just you got to pay attention to the undercarriage. Does the doctor care? I, would you ever ask? Yeah. I mean, I don't know that you have that conversation. Oh God, I've never groomed for my doctor before, but you would like shower. 
Well, okay, mm-hmm. but I do that every day. No, I know, but like, let's say, like, <laughs> I also you know, brush my teeth every day, right? But I'm just like, wouldn't don't you pay a little extra special attention if you know somebody's going to be looking in a certain exactly. area? You know, Bradley, say for example, you have your annual checkup scheduled for the month yeah. of January. You're going to have to turn and cough on this particular Not anymore, day, but yeah, or you know, it's in the month of January, for mm-hmm. example, for okay. me and co- for my Colleen and myself. Mm-hmm. Okay, you have your annual scheduled in January. Maybe some things have been. Uh, uh, untended to. Yes, ignored perhaps for the sake of warmth. What mm-hmm. are you untending to? Like, I don't know, maybe you don't always get the razor out and do the full yeah. Are you talking about cleaning? your legs? Yeah, like everything from the waist down. Oh. Yeah, maybe like, your topiary skills are not, not at 100. Oh you're not at 100%. Right. right? Well, this is just so much work, ladies. We know. Mm-hmm. We're sure but Do you think of it. your doctor, What are you concerned your doctor would be like, mm, well... Well, Maybe I, take a weed whacker to that. Business. Don't you feel like it's just like a, a courtesy? Ring, ring. It's like a professional courtesy. Yes. Well, I mean, I feel like all you're required to do is be clean. Because they, I don't know, maybe, you know, how many people rock the Gwyneth Paltrow? You know? Well, yeah, but even your legs, even if you are a person who shaves your legs, you don't want to go with stubble yeah. to hoist those suckers up into the stirrups. You don't want to, because they're going to be near them. Okay. So, so in the same, honestly, same dentist. goes for like if you're going for a pedicure, you want to clear the hair mm-hmm. from the legs. Oh, really? Because yeah, because they rub your legs, and you feel you. Know, I always apologize if I oh have a wayward. Um, you know, if maybe I missed a stripe on my legs or something. Do you do your hair before you go get your hair did? I mean, I would brush it out. Probably make sure it's clean. Yeah. Even though I know they're going to wash it. No, I do. I actually do make sure my hair is... I don't bring my sweaty head wow. to the to the hairdresser. Mm-hmm. No, that feels rude. Yeah. Okay. You're paying someone to take care of you. But we're empathizing yeah. with the person on the other okay, side. Well, pres- oh, see, assuming I'm- that you don't have like doo-doo in your hair, what could they possibly be offended by? Normal? I just think it would feel like... I don't, you know, I don't want them to feel like I don't care mm-hmm. about their experience. I guess yeah. I don't care because they're getting my money and they're going, thank you. And the better they take care of me, the bigger their tip. So if I want to walk in with a big old, you know, beehive, messy hairdo. Don't matter. Yeah. Wow. So say, it's hard say, being a woman. Bradley does not pregame his appointments. No. All right, we need uh, we need some callers because I've got a mystery question for you. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. We'd like to line up a few callers to answer a very important mystery question. After this, on my talk.